Hello and welcome to the Yarra Jets podcast, the podcast for anyone who has random club officials regularly refereeing your games. More on that later. Before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we are recording this podcast, in which we play our football, which we live and work and do all of those other cool things that is for all of us, the lands of the Wurundjeri people. Sovereignty was never ceded and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So today on this podcast, we have me, Taryn. Hello. We also have, as always, Fiona Dutchie-Holland. Dutchie, how are you doing? I'm really well. Thank you, Taryn. How are you? I'm very, very good. I'm very good. Excellent. Apologies. We're, we're, we're giggling um, over something that people who are listening will never know about, and that's the way that it is. Our guest for this podcast today is the phenomenal, the top goal scorer from last season, if you have been listening from the first episode, you would know that. We have Elle. Elle, hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Tell us about yourself. How long have you been at the jetties? What do you what do you do? What's your life, etc.? That's a lot of questions. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll start. What do I do with my life? I teach. That takes up a lot of my life currently. So that's most of what I do with my life. I've been with the jetties for such a long time. I think this is the 10th or 11th year I've been with them. Oh. So since I was 16, except for one year in the middle. Was that when the club started? Did you join? No, but I'm pretty sure my brother did. He was in one of the teams that transferred across from Clifton Hill when they first started. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm quite sure that's what happened. Got it. Mm. Yeah, no, I started a few years later in the under 18s. Yeah, when I was 16. Wow, you're like proper, proper old school jetties on the podcast today. That's exciting. That's very exciting. It's like royalty, aren't I? Jetties royalty. Mm, I, that's not an overstatement in any sense of the word. We have literal Yarra Jets royalty on the podcast today. Oh, not really. That sounds so conceited, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just can't find another club. <laughs> Everyone's nice and it's a lot of work. <laughs> the reason we all play for the Jets, it's too hard to find another club. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> all right. Well, we did play two games of football on the weekend. And for the second week in a row, I say that in a sad tone because it was a little bit sad. But also happy because we played with our friends and that's fun. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Dutchie, we're not going in chronological order this week because I had the run sheet this way and I don't want to turn it back around. So state three game was at home. I think it was meant to be 3.15, but it started at 3.30. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yarra Jets versus Manningham United Blues, a 3-0 loss. 
talk us through it. Yeah, pretty, pretty tragic, really. Um, the 315 game always does throw me a bit. I've never had to play that late in the day, so I'm still kind of struggling with that. And even just the 15 minutes after three, I don't know why they don't. Well, I know that they can't start it at three because of the scheduling and there are apparently a lot of games at home. Um, but I was all nervous and all revved up and uh, then there was no referee which I think we did have a heads up on earlier in the day. Is that right? There was a shortage of referees. There around. was because my my kids didn't end up playing because the other team didn't turn up. But had they played? Oh, really? Uh, yes. Uh, we got we got a, a, a forfeit message at 10.03 when the game was meant to start at 10. Anyway, um, got it. but Great. they wouldn't have had a referee either, which, you yeah. know, under 13s is a bit different to senior women's, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we had um, one of our club officials assist with the refereeing and uh, he did a marvellous job, Duncan. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, but unfortunately we lost 3-0. Uh, the first two goals were scored in the first half and we thought we were going to hold them goalless in the second half. And then in the, I think it was the very last minute of play, um, there was a little bit of a stuff up between myself and one other player and it uh, resulted in a goal. So that always hurts a little bit. Um, but overall, look, I don't even know what to say, really. There were some highlights because we had um, a couple of under-18s players playing for us again, which was great. And they did help make a big difference for us. Uh, we had... One of our star players, Izzy, who's been on the pod before, injure herself in the warm-up. It's a little bit of a common theme here. So it was a bit of a blow early on, um, losing Izzy up forward. Uh, but then, yeah, look, Manningham United, they're a good side. Probably better than I expected last week when I did my scouting. Um, you know, just a great in the midfield just and, and their forwards. I found to be quite difficult to play against, um, passing the ball, switching lots, and we just probably didn't have the legs to cover it, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys were there. Have you got any comments, to Chad? Well, one of the things that that I noticed was generally at our level, for people not super familiar, the good teams are, like, very fast and very direct most of the time. You're not, you know, we're not playing like <laughs> it's often not very technical football that gets you results at this level. This team were very technical. They had fantastic players on the ball. It was actually really cool. Ella's nodding very vigorously. <laughs> I only watched some of the game. I'm sorry. I called my mum and we got a coffee and we watched some of it from the car. That's okay. uh, they looked like a very good team. Yeah. I think they'll do well in that league by the looks of it. Well, they're still like third bottom or something, but I think maybe one of the players, because I kind of said, oh, you must be excited about the win after my scouting, and I thought they hadn't won too many. She's like, oh, no, no, we've won a few games. I'm like, oh, okay, that was awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, my scouting is shit, right? I'm going to blame Football Victoria and their website, but she did say that they play a lot at 8 o'clock at night on a Sunday, so sometimes the results don't come through quickly, so it might look like they're not doing as well as they actually are. Anyway, one of the, the guy on there, whoever their lines person was, apparently made a comment to one of our players, I think it was Aggie, um, and said, oh, you girls have got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I was like, oh. 
<laughs> so Aggie relayed that to me after the game and I'm like, oh gosh, right. <laughs> There's a bit of work to be done. And uh, look, I think to be honest, we've just had um, probably players not playing in the same positions all the time, being switched around. We've had to cover for a few injuries, people going overseas. Um, I think we just need to reset as a team and kind of, you know, if we have some stable players in the same positions and, um, you know, just practising and playing that way, hopefully we can, um, I'm still hopeful we're going to get a few wins this season and I think we will. We're just kind of going through a bit of a rough trot at the moment. Yeah, it's that middle of the season. Well, we're approaching the the middle of the season, which seems crazy because it seems like it only started yesterday, but, you know, this is podcast seven. This is our seventh podcast. So, you know, it, it, it's, you know, we don't have extremely long seasons, obviously we have full home and away. So I think that's, there's 10 teams. I think that's 18 rounds. Um, So we're, you know, getting closer to the middle of the season and yeah, you start to have players drop off. Uh, I think particularly after the last two seasons being, you know, having played half a season in, in two years, doesn't help with the injuries. Um, just it is what it is it is what it is so yes Uh, it's the player of the match yeah go on that's it like you know we could always say Gertie again because she saved so many goals but I feel like we just can't keep saying Gertie's the player of the match (laughs) so I'm going to choose someone else and the two highlights like defense got pretty smashed and Nia always gives 110 percent and but I think she maybe gave 120% yesterday because, you know, she she always stopped so many of the balls coming through. But she kind of, I don't know, she went in a bit harder and had a few little runs up the pitch. It was good. Um, but then also Annabelle, who is one of the under-18s who played at left back, um, did an amazing job. Really exciting to see her play and what she could do. And it was great having her on the pitch. So I'll give it to Nia because she's one of our real players and Annabelle was just helping out so she can't get it so Nia. Nia otherwise known as Nia Pads or Swervy. <laughs> I giggle every time I giggle I every actually time. I actually well she she done something to her knee unfortunately so I don't know that the I'm sure it's not a scab though that's what the knee pads are saving the the grazes yeah I think she'll be okay yeah that's best wishes for Nia yeah for Nia pads. Um, <laughs> it was great to see the under 18s in action for the state three team because they have been super successful this season, haven't they? I think they've won all of their games. Yeah. I saw them, I caught the tail end of them doing their victory song, which was very loud and, and sounded very fun. And then I was like, why don't we have a victory song? Because oh. they were just, they were having a great time. They were like, their arms were around each other. They were jumping around in a circle. They were singing very loudly. I was like, oh, that, that was feeling. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need we need to have we got a song, L? Uh no. Did you have one when you played under 18? Maybe. Mm. I don't remember, honestly. We won a lot in under 18s as well, so you'd think I'd remember, but no, no clue. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe's the answer. Don't know. Right. I mean, we can we can make a song. Don't you know? Pump it up. You've got- <laughs> Yeah, let's Just do start it. singing that in a circle with our arms around each other after a win. We're gonna, that's going to happen. <laughs> All right. There was another game on Sunday. It was the State 2 game. This actually occurred prior to the State 3 game. 
that we can we can figure it out. It's all good. It was an away game against Bayside Argonauts FC all the way in Cheltenham. I wasn't there because I was coaching my kids and I'm still injured. So we are completely reliant on L to talk us through this one. It was two one loss. What happened? The problem, I'm going to preface this by saying the problem with relying on me for this is that I actually don't remember games very well. (laughs) (laughs) What I can tell you about the actual game is incredibly limited. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, were there any any crows? Like, that's what the people care about. No, I can tell you that it was apparently near the beach, Mm -hmm. although I didn't see that. But the ground itself was a bit, was whatever, but well, it was tall on either side of the ground. So these are the things I noticed. Yeah. So the ref made his first appearance trying to get down the very steep stairs. Right. And there was a comment at the end, maybe that was the most exercise he did all game. <laughs> Something, yeah, he didn't, he didn't run heaps. Um, no, no crows. Peter Dogbug was there in his top, which was cute. Um, and we lost. When were the goals scored? What part of the game? No idea. That's a good question. First half and the second half. Do you know? Do you know who? Do you know who scored our goal? <laughs> I do know that. So they scored a goal in the first half. We scored, and they scored in the second half. I'm not entirely sure what order. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal, Megan scored, and she was feeling a bit unwell, so she did a good job to score that one off a corner. Maria kicked in. Oh, good. Um, I think Loz had gone to header it and it went over her head and fell right at Megan's feet. And there was no one around her because they were trying to stop the header. So she just got it in the goals. It was nice. Love it. So good. Really nice goal. It's very good. Triplet, Megan, who's triplets also play soccer. We found found out out. on Friday night. They're all girls and they all play soccer. There you go. Well, why aren't they playing for Yarra? I don't think they're in Melbourne. I think I went to ask her that, but she'd walked away or something. And we I, fly them in. <laughs> you know, some, something happened or she started talking to someone else. She we moved on. We moved on very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 1-0. We were down 1-0. We, we were went up 1-1 because Megan scored. And then we went behind again because they scored. Yeah, that's probably. And so then we picked up, we played, I think we played pretty well, very aggressively in the last little bit. And we were a goal down. We played very well, just didn't manage to get the goal. I think, yeah, it's been a bit of a disjointed week for us. You've been out, Taryn. Paul's been out with COVID. We've had a few injuries and more people with COVID. Yeah, we... We we're missing. We we're missing Grace as well. Why were we missing Grace? Where was Grace? Sick. Uh, Unknown illness, but sick. Unknown illness. It's all your fault. No, it's not. That's that's a deeply unfair thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but we we were we were missing an awful lot of of people. Yeah, Paul was out all week. Uh, it was a combination of Maria and myself taking training sessions this week. Um, and Nia, sorry, and Nia. Uh, so yeah, a bit of a a bit of a tough one all round. I think a lot of clubs have experienced that. A lot of not just like sporting clubs, like you know, workplaces and things that 
you do for fun that aren't sport which I don't I don't know what that means but I suppose <laughs> some people do group activities that aren't sport away from their work <laughs> um, you know like everyone has experienced these kind of periods where uh, things have been disrupted as I said earlier my uh, my under 13s the other team didn't turn up and the, their forfeit reason was sickness and COVID so it's just uh, everywhere and everyone is a bit disjointed at the moment and unfortunately it's 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 getting us but you know, we can only hope that we have a bit of a better run in the future and that the injuries are minor, which they seem to be for the most part, but, you know, we're all old. So it's just, it takes us a little while and uh-huh. uh, we can get back to it. Now, the, the reports from the ground that I heard was that we were the better team, but just couldn't score. Would you agree with that, Elle? I think so. I think we were definitely the better team in the second half. In the first half, we didn't play as well as we can. But the way we can play would have been the better team in the first half had we done that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a player in the match? Yes. I do. Um, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I do. I reckon it's going to be Loz, Lauren. Loz. As a former defender, this is the first successful season I've had as a striker so far that hasn't been cancelled because of COVID. So former defender who I don't think defenders get enough love. I think Loz had a really good game. Which Loz? Candles or the other Loz? No, no, Candles wasn't playing in defence. No, Loz. I thought you were about to say, no, Candles had a terrible game. (laughs) (laughs) We we can't mention her. (laughs) Sorry I asked. Sorry, Candles. Was no, she was fine, but she was on the wings, so she doesn't yeah. even get a look in. No, yeah. I think Loz did. She had a good game, and she came up and had a go at the headers for the corners. Of course she did. She mm. loves that. She loves And that. I hate that, and so I was just really impressed. Yeah. She went for it every time. She's pretty hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think we've talked enough about Loz on this podcast, which feels like a crime given that, you know. We did. We, we, made, we made fun of her one day, didn't we, about... <laughs> That she should go for a certain type of goal, like similar to Sam Kerr or something. Oh, probably. Loz is a very tall defender that occasionally plays. Well, all of last season she played defensive midfield. She's she's a wannabe midfielder. She's a wannabe midfielder, but she keeps getting put back in defence. I think she might have been playing a bit midfield this weekend, but I can't. Oh, there we go. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Again, could be wrong. Ask her. Oh, there you go. Loz, player of the match. Congratulations. Good. Good for you. Don't let it go to your head. I know you're listening. <laughs> we need we need to give Loz a nickname. She used to have one. Well, it's just Loz. Now we used to call her Linda. Ooh, what's the story behind Linda? Um, maybe we had another Loz. This is like years ago when she first joined the club. Maybe we had another Loz at the time, or we were just like, you can't have Loz as your real name. We're going to change it. And because of her surname, which is Lyndon Meyer, someone thought it would be a good idea just to shorten it to Linda, and she hates it, so we kept calling her Linda. So she's in my phone as Loz Linda. All right, Linda, Linda. good game. You did well, and I'm now going to call you Linda. Or Lindy. Actually, it could have been Lindy, Lindy. Loz Lindy. Loz Lindy. That yeah. works. Whatever works. Yeah. You could, you could think of something better, though, if anyone's got ideas. Mm. Mm. everyone who we talk about needs nicknames yeah 
I don't, 100%. Yeah. Do I have a nickname? Not yet. Mm. We'll get one. Get one. My name's kind of punchy, though. It's like Taryn. Well, sometimes I just call you Taz. Yeah. T-Dogs. Yeah. They... <laughs> right. <laughs> this is veering extremely off track. Let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. Okay. We've talked through the games. There were, there were two losses. There were no crows and, and nothing particularly exciting other than sadness and despair. And Loz played well. <laughs> so <laughs> we're done with that. We're moving on to the first segment, which is the quiz question segment. Now, we tally this up every week. Well, I say that. I, yet again, just like, tried to remember what the results were last week um so the tally that i have is myself on six dutchy on seven and guests on four i think that's correct <laughs> so to start us off this week let's go with l l what's your question so i'm hoping this is hard so i don't need to get any points a bit competitive. I also am not sure if anything like this has been asked before because there isn't a list of questions available and I didn't want to listen to any others. I'm hoping it's fine. I think it's good. What are you saying you haven't listened to the pod before tonight? Yes, I have. No, but okay. I'm not right. I'm not taking notes, am I? Oh, okay, got it. All right. Just I have a spreadsheet sure. of the past questions. What do you mean you're not taking notes? Good point. Doesn't doesn't everyone have a spreadsheet of things that have been mentioned on the podcast? You don't. No. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love. I'd love it if you ask the same question again. Go for yeah, it. Go on. I don't. I don't think I will. I think it's very specific. So, in my first season of the Jets, oh, senior women's, not junior, senior women's, twenty fourteen, we played in State League Two, and that was the year we got promoted to State League One. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's very good. Um, we won with no losses. Yep, I've heard about this season. League, yep. Yep. So 50 points by the end of it. But what was our goal difference? Oh, hang on. So you were undefeated the whole season? Yes, undefeated. I think two, maybe two draws. I had a look today, two draws, but no losses. I think you had some quite elite players in the team. Is that correct? Is that what I've heard? Like Olympic level or something? I don't know about Olympic, but like very good, yeah. I feel like Izzy told me this once. Anyway, all right, goal difference. It was a good year. Were you good a year. defender or an attacker? Yeah. You were defender. a defender. Defender. I'm a defender. This is my first foray into attacking. Yeah, right. It's great um, fun, but it's new. Yeah, right. Who else was in that team that's still playing? Nia. Oh. I think that's about it. I don't think Pete had come to the club yet. I don't think Peter was there. So Izzy wasn't in that team. Maybe she was. No, I don't think so. Oh, no, actually, she joined the year after, I think. She told me that. Yeah, Maybe. No, this was very early days. Okay. Was Grace in that team or were they still a child? Child. Yeah. <laughs> Grace is very young. <laughs> and, and Chloe? No. no. That was when we had um, Emily Shields. Emma's our keeper. Right. And Emily Shields. Quiz questions. She now plays for Bulleen in the MPL. Got it. Mm. Um, yeah. And briefly was contracted to Melbourne City. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah, right. Jetty's okay. product. Yeah, from Jetty's to Melbourne City. <laughs> it's it's the pipeline, you know, it's yeah. very common. <laughs> <laughs> the Jetty's to Melbourne City pipeline. We're basically a feeder club, really. <laughs> huh. well, we, we had Kate Jack too, and she went on to rest. Mm. Everything. Yeah. Kate, Kate Jack's probably the, the most elite product that the Arrow Jets has produced. World Cup referee. Not bad. Not I'd say not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Decent. <laughs> solid effort. Hmm. Uh, what do you what do you feel, Duchy? What do you feel? You're about to say something and then you stopped. I was just thinking I feel so inferior playing at the Jets when we talk about all of these great players. <laughs> like then we then we turned up. <laughs> some hacks running around. Sorry, Jetties. <laughs> we ruined it. We ruined it. <laughs> I've never been part of a feeder club before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Dutchie, what is your question? I've got to flip to another screen. Just wait. Okay. So as we know, the Women's World Cup is coming up next year. Now, there are nine host cities. Can you name them? No. Yes. Maybe. So you're out, Els. No, I'm going to hear what Karen has to say and then... Okay. I can name the Australian ones. I might get a New Zealand one wrong. So Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth. Correct. Auckland, Wellington. I don't know New Zealand that well. Oh, no. Uh, What what are other cities in New Zealand that aren't Auckland and Wellington? Um, They're probably the two harder cities, actually, that you haven't named. So. Hamilton. Oh, very good. And, One more. Um, I'm just trying to think of cricket grounds now. Mm. Can we have clues? Yeah. I think all the to be exactly the same as, as Harrens were, the major cities. Do you want, do you want a clue? Yeah, yeah. If, if that's enough. Do you need one, Taryn? I'm missing one city: Auckland, Wellington, Hamilton. Uh, first letter. It'll be Taryn a, doesn't have to yeah, first letter, first letter. Well, what South Island? South Island. I don't know. No? I don't, okay, right. You do need. Someone said that you I've need some been. help with geography. I've never been um, to New Zealand. Okay. So South Island. This is like commonly known as a student city. Um, I think Scottish kind of influence. Scottish. Yeah, Edinburgh. Like, <laughs> it's not Edinburgh. I think Aberdeen. that's right. I haven't actually been to this city, no. Um, Starts with D. Dunedin. Oh, Dunedin, yeah. yeah. Dunedin. Is it this, oh, the university city, isn't it, or the student city? Anyway. Well, okay. Well, okay. I got all of them, but Dunedin. I don't think I can claim getting Dunedin. I don't know if that counts as a point. You did pretty well. I didn't I think claim that one. Yeah, I didn't think you'd get Hamilton. I know of Hamilton because of cricket. <laughs> it's like well, it's I a don't cricket get, why? Why does Christchurch? Why is Christchurch not a host city? Mm. That's what I'm surprised at. True. That's another big city. city. Mm. Yeah. Earthquakes. Maybe they're not in the position to be. They don't want to risk it. Yeah. But oh, Wellington, they, Wellington they has been. earthquakes, doesn't it? Wellington had a big one once. Maybe the infrastructure is not there though. Yeah. But they've got they've got a lot of rugby. Surely they'd have rugby stadiums. 
Well, I'm going to give you some some Women's World Cup trivia because when I was on ABC News in 2019. Is this your trivia question or is it a... No, it's not. No, it's, it's, just, it's just a side note. Um, side note, fun fact. So the the you need to have a capacity of 15,000 to host a Women's World Cup. Yep. So the stadium has to be 15,000. Surely Christchurch would. You also would. need to have, though, crucially, you need to have no other sport played in that stadium for the whole time, for the whole month. Ah, that might be so, the problem. In Australia, there was a bit of an issue with Adelaide because the rectangular stadium in Adelaide, Cooper Stadium, uh, didn't originally meet the requirements. So I think they they actually dropped the requirements from twenty to fifteen thousand. Uh, um, so originally didn't meet the requirements, and Adelaide Oval would have been used for AFL. They would not have been able to like get that out of <laughs> AFL's cold dead hands in the middle to. of winter because yeah. it's happening in June. So Sydney didn't have the problem because it uh, has multiple, like many, many rectangular stadiums. So rugby league could just go out to the burbs for a month. Yeah. Melbourne, I don't know what's happening with the Melbourne Storm um, in that month, but I assume they're just playing away for a month for Amy Park. Well, because Uh, they're not AFL. Other codes can do this, but not the AFL. AFL can't can't cope. Perth's rectangular stadium isn't being used in the winter, I don't think. And unless there's rugby union, but who cares? And uh, Brisbane has many rectangular stadiums as well. So it was all fine. So potentially in New Zealand, I don't know the politics of New Zealand, but there could have been issues with rugby taking over some of the rectangular stadiums. I might try and find out. I'll tap into some Kiwi connections and see what I can find out. Do you remember? Well, I'm sure you do remember that time you were on TV, Taryn. I do remember the time I was on TV, yeah. On the ABC. 8th of August 2019. (laughs) (laughs) And they did a cross to Taryn Heddo, who was like a sports journalist or something. What what was your title on there? Football commentator. Oh, oh, that's right, football commentator. And I was killing myself laughing. I didn't know that you were commentating back then, were you? No, no, this was pre, like, I don't understand how that happened. This was pre me doing like anything. Like I had just like written a few articles and gone to the World Cup. And then they're like, you'll do. You're an expert on stadiums in Adelaide. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I think I've got a photo of it when you're on my TV. Incredible, incredible scenes. All right. My question uh, was a late one and I've changed it multiple times, but I've settled on something. Um, So in, this is a, this is like rule question. Okay. So in football, you can be given a red card for a certain type of challenge that is not aggressive or is not, you know, anything like that, but you can be given a red card for it. The acronym for this is often called DOGZO. What does DOGZO stand for? Got no idea. <laughs> what, are the, what are the letters? What is D-O-G-S-O. Clue? clue? What's the, no. It's not really a clue thing, is it? I it's the last that. word. Is, does the O at the end stand for offence? No. Oh. The last word is opportunity. I've still got no I'll idea. I'll give you a hint. In the 2019 Women's World Cup, an Australian player got sent off for this type of offence. Again, in the game that we got knocked out. Red carded? Yes, red carded. You're like, I didn't even remember that. <laughs> no, well, I'm pretty sure I watched that game. Yeah. Alana Kennedy got red carded for this type of offence in 
sorry, a book fell down. <laughs> Alana Kennedy got red card of this type of offence against Norway in the 2019 Women's World Cup. Goal scoring opportunity, is that part of it or is that not Yes, goal? yeah, you're on the right track. Oh, really? Was it, did she score a goal? No. No? So she was the defender getting red carded for this offence. Like not shepherding or something like that. Can you explain what the rule is again? Oh, you're so close. It's something, like, something. I'm trying to figure out the defending on, defending, defence. I keep thinking defence. No, no. Goal scoring opportunity is the last three. So it's an offence where you can get taken off. All right, I'll explain it even further now because I didn't want to explain it too much because I actually thought you guys would know. I thought it was, oh, goodness. So um, it's an offence where you're the last defender. Uh-huh. You are the last defender and you commit a foul and you get sent off with a red Oh, card. it's where you pull the shirt thing, is it? Or Not like necessarily a, where you pull the shirt, but you're yeah. the last defender. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's dogzo. So something, something, goal scoring opportunity. <laughs> You've got 10 more seconds. And I'm like just direct you. opposition or direct. No. No. I'm really stuck on the D. I keep thinking defence, but I know it's not. All right. Like I'm saying it. Oh, you're getting a point for this. It's oh, denial of obvious goal scoring opportunity. Ah, uh, dogzo. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So yeah. if you're one on one, if you're the last defender and a, a striker's running at you, even if it's the most innocuous, like, you know, you barely trip them, you barely touch them, they fall over, it's a foul, red card. See you later. Because it's denial of obvious goal scoring opportunity. That seems ridiculous. There you go. That's that happened all. in one of our games once. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it. But you'll often see referees at our level just not give the foul because they don't want to red card someone. <laughs> well, this person got red carded. She doesn't play anymore, but. Uh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yep. 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 Oh, good question. Gosh. Good question. I thought you guys would get that. No. Nah. All right. Well. I just turn up. You just... <laughs> I turn up and play. I don't watch the. I don't I'm read not... the... I, don't... I just turn up. Yeah, I'm not so good at all the soccer lingo and that kind of thing. No. That's why we're on the podcast, though. We we're on the pod. I can hear trivia. Izzy screaming yeah, from somewhere. Wherever she's Be quiet, Izzy. Be quiet. Shut up. Go and fix your injury. All right. Well, I'm giving myself one point um, for, the, yeah. <laughs> for the World Cup question, and I'm giving guests one point because I got close with Dogzo. So the current tally is I oh, want seven. Got- you got closest to Elle's question as well. Oh, okay, great. I'll give us. If I'm being fair, you get points for closest. Yeah, well, oh, actually, yeah. no, I did. I'm, I'm pretty gonna... specific. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like me and you answer, you know, Article Four of the rules. Exactly. Without... Ridiculously so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in that case, the tally is myself on eight, Dashi on seven, and Guess on five, which I'm going to remember and write down so that I get it right next week. Great. We love to see it. Moving on to the next segment, we have the food segment. Now, state threes were at home, so we'll jump on all over that. Elle, was there a canteen? Yes, there was. Yes, Bayside Organo. <laughs> Bloody hell, can't even say the name. Starting again. Yes, Bayside Organo. <laughs> the Bayside Argonauts had a canteen. Do you remember what it was like? Yes, because it wasn't the game. Great. Remember all of the other details, just not the action. I love it. I love it. So what they have? They had chips. They had lollies. They probably had more hidden away. It was, um, it looked well stocked. I didn't get anything. 
And I heard someone who I believe was from the Bayside Argonauts walk past and ask if they had any sausages. Oh. But I didn't see any sausages. I didn't smell any sausages, so I assume no. Right. But maybe maybe sometimes they do. Yeah, okay, right. It was very early in the day. Yeah, and maybe for the later games they put on a bit more of a show. Who knows? Yeah. Exactly. So they had a canteen. It looked well stocked, but we were rushing off to the next game, back to yep. Fairfield, so I didn't didn't try anything. Hmm. Okay. All right. At least they had something. That's good. Hmm. Moving on to our third segment and a really wholesome segment, I hope. The most wholesome segment. It is our moment of the week. Elle, what was your moment of the week? Um, the pub crawl was pretty good. The team mm-hmm. pub crawl where some of the team was pretty good. <laughs> but I figured that might be a popular moment of the week. So my other moment of the week um, was coming to watch State 3 and seeing that there wasn't any food which I really wanted. There wasn't any food, but that they had various vintage tops, vintage Jets tops on sale. <laughs> Did they? All the way back to 2009. So I think for me that was a moment of the week. I just thought that was such a... What do you mean? They were selling them? Yeah, yeah. Like they had a table. I don't yep. know where they, you know, just leftover tops, I, I suppose. Yeah, right. Previous years. And a table of junior soccer boots that I wasn't sure whether they were being sold or if they were lost and found. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a table of vintage shirts. Ah, that was a very you... sweet thing to be doing. No food, but you could grab a top. I'll have you know that my under-13s thought that those tops were the coolest thing in the world because, <laughs> like, 2009, like, that was the year of their birth, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I was, like, they were born into maybe even 2010, some of them. Like vintage shirts from the year from 2009 like it's ancient they thought it was so cool maybe that's the thing is that it, it is cool for them but I just thought oh I could probably donate some of my old pops that I never gave back wouldn't I <laughs> and I don't feel old but they would be they'd be vintage you could sell them and make some money apparently I could yeah I actually could yeah set up your own store. I know where yeah <laughs> Uh, there's nothing like clothes from 2009 being vintage to make someone feel old. <laughs> Dutchie, what was your moment of the week? Oh, it's a tough one. I could mention the smell as I walked into the change rooms yesterday. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. People Jesus. know what I mean. I know. <laughs> My moment of the week was... Just you being coach at training on Thursday night, Taryn, you just took such ownership of the role. I do think Paul's in trouble if he's going to come back. Um, You even told me off, and that was my highlight. Like, (laughs) you told me off for talking, which I do often get told off for talking, but it was kind of funny when it came from you. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, yeah, I better pay the coach respect that I piped down straight away. I think I told you I'd make you run a lap. That's right. Oh, oh, crikey, I'm in trouble. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I always get in trouble for talking too much from the coach, but I felt like I'd matured in the last few years and I didn't do it so much. I was much more respecting, but clearly not. Sorry. 
I would never. I would never. I don't make people run laps. Oh no, but I want to make you make sure that you know that I respect you oh. as the coach, and I would do whatever you told me to do. If you wanted me to run a lap, I would have done it. Exactly. Well, I would have There are no other circumstances this season where I'll be coaching anyone. So <laughs> you were very good. You were very good at it. And we love that drill. We love that shooting drill. It took me a while to like work out how to get past that defender, but when I did, it was it was good. <laughs> the defender that was a pole. <laughs> I was hopeless. <laughs> I'm a defender for a reason, anyway. <laughs> um, my moment of the week was actually with my under thirteens, who I've talked about a lot on on this podcast. Um, they are really great and we didn't get to play on Sunday but obviously everyone was already there so we played like a 5v5 and um one of the like most rewarding things in the world is like seeing them get better every week and seeing them like absorb what I'm trying to teach them and you know they're at an age where they 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 get positions like they understand where to be and they understand that like different players have different roles and the teamwork and all of that but they they don't quite they're they're still learning how to like put it all together (laughs) so they still want to just kind of kick the ball at the goals and hope that a striker runs onto it and scores there's no sort of you know side like the, the main thing that I've been working on with them is sideways passing and backwards passing and in this 5v5 game folks for the first time ever, one of them got the ball, turned around, passed it backwards. The player who she passed it backwards to passed it back to her and they beat the defender with passing. And then she had a clear shot on goal and it was the best thing ever. And I was so happy. And I was like, oh yes, you did it. Like all of the training sessions and everything uh, was the best. It was the best. I, I love backwards passing. They passing back it. is the best. They're learning to pass back. And this girl who like took, received the ball came up from defense, knew to come up from defense and be a passing option and claim the ball. And oh, yes, yes, yes. It was the best. So that is my moment of the week because there is like, nothing better than seeing people like improve and get better and learn and it was really exciting to me and I loved it um that's cool so that was it that's cool that's great you're very excited about it I wish I was there oh it was the best they did it they did they passed backwards (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, anyway so yeah they're they're great they're great we're going to win the league, the under 13C competition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next week, much like we do every week, we're playing some games. One of the games is, is, is a fun game. But before we get to the fun game, we have the less fun game against a park full of mills, I presume. I can only presume. <laughs> <laughs> a windmill park. <laughs> State twos are playing at home on Sunday, the 5th of June at 3 p.m. against Mill Park. Dutchie, talk What have through. I got? Yeah, what interesting. Got? So Mill Park, they're second on the ladder at the moment. They're doing all right. They've won four matches. They've had one draw and one loss. Just you'll be interested to know the team that they lost to was Bo Morris. They mm. lost 3-0. Um, and their draw was against Brunswick Zebras. They haven't played Kings Domain yet, who are the top of the ladder. Um, interestingly, they moved up from State 3 last year. So 
I think when the season got cancelled last year, they were second in State 3, got promoted, and they're, you know, clearly doing really well in State League 2 as well. Um, I tried to kind of get a bit of a vibe for the team. They've got good numbers. There's just one team, one women's team, so um, they've got quite a decent squad. squad. What I did find out that football, football Victoria did a focus on them during female football week and they put it on the website and they recorded a big video promoting what they do for the female game there at Mill Park. And it wasn't, I don't know, it was interesting that they, I, I remember seeing it when it came out. I'm like, why have they chosen Mill Park? What are they doing that's different? And look, I don't think they're doing anything that's really innovative. They've had a sponsor that's come in and said, well, you know, if we can, if you, if we can work with you to increase female numbers, um, and help you promote it. So they're giving free fees, so no registration fee, which a number of clubs do do that. Um, and apparently they're saying that's increased the player numbers. Um, it's attracted some girls back to the game. Um, some of the girls on the video were kind of saying, you know, we've never not had to pay a registration fee. This is great. Um, lots of new players coming. They had a W League player come down one Thursday night, as I noticed on their socials, Alana Jensevsky. Ah, yes. Do you know her? Yes. yes. Uh, she played for Perth, Alana Yanchevsky. Okay. She played for Perth and yep. she's currently playing in the NPL for Bulleen, I think. Ah, okay. Yes. Well, she went across there one Thursday night. You know, they've got, I looked at their social media, you know, they're posting every time they win and every time they're singing the song in a circle. It seems like they're having a bit of fun, post a little bit about training nights. Um, and they're aiming for 50-50 inclusivity. So I think good on them. But they're doing well. They're um they're winning. So good luck. Good I think job. you'll do all right. Yeah. I mean it's, it's gonna be home. difficult. It's gonna be difficult yeah. to beat an entire park full of mills, but that, you know, yeah. we'll um we'll what, a <laughs> what a win it will be. What a win it will be. Just gonna pass around the windmills, you know, just <laughs> kind of you know, zoom zoom. Um yep. we're yeah. at home, home ground advantage. Home ground advantage, exactly. <laughs> Now, the State Threes are playing on Monday night, 6th of June at 7.15pm, which, by the way, means this pod will be delayed to some unknown time because Ooh, I, I was wondering, I was no wondering idea. if I'd just be replaced or you might do a cross to me. <laughs> oh, a live a pitch, cross. A live cross. Whatever. Imagine what mood I might be in over there. <laughs> whatever, whatever the case, the podcast will uh, look and sound slightly different. We'll figure something out. Don't we'll worry. figure it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game's at, at, at Monday night at 7.15 p.m. Uh, Kevin Bartlett Reserve, and it is against a team called Fitzroy City. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll, I'll give a tiny bit of background. So Dutchie and I are both formerly from Fitzroy City, as are many, many of the players that currently play at the Jets. The reason for this is because two seasons ago, at the beginning of last season, uh the player base the women's teams multiple teams we had three teams at Fitzroy made the decision to leave and the decision was made by people including Dutchie and other senior people um important people people with (laughs) with social social clout um that Yarra Jets would be the best option to move to so um I, I don't know what what that would have been like for Elle and, and the girls that were at the Jets already because it was quite a it was quite a lot of us. Quite an invasion. It was quite an invasion. <laughs> but um, we made that decision and there were several reasons 
for that. Some of the girls had been at Fitzroy City for 10 years plus, and it was a, it was a big decision to make. It was a, uh, it was a, it was a big, uh, not only sort of um, logistically, but kind of emotionally as well. Um, so, Dutchie, <laughs> tell <laughs> us about said it all. Tell us about <sighs> our opponents on Monday night, Fitzroy City. Well, I haven't done a lot of research on them because I know it because I was one of those players that played 11 seasons at Fitzroy City. Um, yeah, so I think the fact that they're playing on a Monday night is interesting. I hope that means they only train once a week, so maybe they're not going to be so good. They are above us on the ladder, which is disappointing. Um, they've now won two matches, but they were against, they beat Swinburne and they beat Brunswick Zebras, I think, which are the two teams that are below us that I hope we will win, that we will beat as well. Um, so, yeah, look, I, like we really want to win. I want to beat this team like you would not believe. Um, but I'm also, you know, the way we've been playing and some of our injuries and whatnot, I'm a bit nervous. Um, but I know we will have some players back. Um, I think Alex is back from overseas, which will be great. Hopefully Izzy's fit. And well, I think I don't know how far off Cookie is, but hopefully we're getting some players back, which which will make a difference. Um, Fitzroy City, so they're socials. If we want a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of scouting on the club, one of the look, there are a number of reasons that we left, and one of the you know our values really just didn't align with their values, and especially as far as how they were treating their female program um, when I looked at their socials it just reminded me again of why we left and we had our own social media while we were there we were trying to recruit players and we were quite successful in recruiting a lot of players via social media um, that was one of the things they made a decision to take away from us because they wanted it all to be under the one brand and the one club which is fine but then we weren't allowed to have control of that they wanted to control all of that um, so I did a quick count. I think it was around Anzac Day. I had a look at how much um, exposure the women's team were getting and there were 70, 77 posts so far for the year and only two of those were about women. One of them was for Mother's Day or no, no, one of them was for International Women's Day and there was one about the team. So you kind of see that and that's kind of why we left. Um, they do give free fees, so no rego. Um to the girls who play there. And I think they've got quite a few numbers. I think there's two names that I recognise, but everyone else is new. And whether that's about the location, whether they like working in the kitchen on the weekend, because that was one of the things we had to do to support the men's game. Um, I don't know. Depends on, on what you like doing is why you might join that club. But, uh, yeah, and I doubt on a Monday night they're going to have the full kitchen open for us. Um, I would have That would have been the highlight. We could have talked about that canteen. It was probably... You know, one of the things I do miss about the club was some of their functions um, where they'd have a lot of food, a lot of alcohol, Serbian music, and it was a great cultural experience. But uh, there'll be none of that on the Monday night, I don't think. I think there'll be barely anyone there apart from the coach and the women. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully we win. Mm. Interesting they're at Kevin Bartlett Reserve as well, which I don't really know a lot about this because I was I was off playing at Eltham this season when it all yeah. went down. But uh that was previously Richmond's home ground, which yep. like there was also a merger. Like there's, yeah. a, there's a lot been going on at that club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like, we weren't meant to move. We were going to stay at Fairfield Park, but then a decision got made where the three teams of girls weren't consulted and we got told, no, nope, we're all moving and told, you know, they did say they did consult, but there was nothing that came via <laughs> any of us. <laughs> 
anyway, so we uh, we went on the lookout for another club where we were. I was very happy to pay fees to pay somewhere, uh, to play somewhere. And I think I'm a I'm a customer of grassroots sport, and I will I'm happy to pay to play somewhere where we're treated with respect and treated well, which we found at the jetties. So that's why we're here. It was also the same ground. <laughs> so we it played. It was no, but Taryn, I. I created a spreadsheet and I did research of all of the clubs in the city of Yarra and we made calls. We, you know, cause we had two or three teams that we wanted to take to another club. I think we were saying two teams at the time we predicted after COVID. Um, yeah. So we made some calls, spoke to different people and we landed on the Yarra Jets, but it was at the same ground. Yes. <laughs> it made it very easy. We didn't want to travel too far. Let's face it. <laughs> just I know this is a slight sidetrack but Elle like what was that like from your perspective like because you know we talk about it a lot amongst ourselves from our own perspective of like wow big move we all came and now we're at the Jets yay but like I think you guys had one there was one team there was one senior women's team and then suddenly there were three (laughs) like yeah what was what was that like that must have been wild I think it was a bit surreal and that, did that happen last year or the year before last year last year so we didn't even get a full season of it no um I think a bit surreal you kind of you go from one team to suddenly yeah two or three teams the majority of people you don't know I think it was a bit surreal slightly overwhelming in the beginning but everyone was so nice that it was fine yeah, we tried to be really friendly. Yeah. Yeah. And now everyone's stocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more friendliness. <laughs> no, no, everyone was so nice. And I think that made it relatively easy, pretty yeah. smooth. Yeah. We kind of, I think we realised, you know, the first or second time we met you that we're all kind of very similar, like same sort of vibe. And I think once you know that, it makes it work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we are very similar. We are, aren't we? It's yeah. worked out well now. You, can't, you wouldn't know. No, nah, you'd have no idea. Maybe you would. Maybe you would. If you met us on the street, you'd be like, Elle's been at the Jets for 11 years. <laughs> that turn, she's just a ring in. I say that, I always forget. I did spend 2020 at a completely different club. I always just forget that because I never played and like I got injured and like nothing ever happened. But like, I wasn't, I remember going to like the Zoom meeting where like everyone from Fitzroy was discussing what to do. And I was just like, well, I suppose I'll just come back along because this like adventure, just... adventure to the other club has ended in zero games played and one surgery. So like, I guess I'm coming I'll, back. I'll just do whatever you girls do. All right. Sure. <laughs> Despite the fact that I left and now I'm back. So anyway, that's, we that's were just... happy to have you back. I never left. I never played a game for no. another club. It's fine. Exactly. It never yep. happened. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> didn't happen. It's all good. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> 2020 conspiracy theory, um, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. It is always a pleasure to have your company wherever you're listening, whether it's in your car, whether you're going for a walk, whether you're at work right now. If you're at work, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm also happy that you have a workplace where you can listen to the pod. I don't know what are other what are other places listen people listen to a podcast. If you, I don't know, 
on in your car i think i already said that if you're in your house going for a walk yeah walking to your house walking to someone else's house <laughs> walking to your friend's house who you play at the yarra jets with <laughs> getting getting off track but thank you for listening in whatever circumstance you are listening um we have socials so you can follow us at yarra jets pod on twitter you can follow me at taryn Hedo on twitter you can follow Dutchie at fiona holland on twitter l do you have any socials yes but i am not sharing them i'm a high school teacher they don't need to be out in the world great <laughs> so follow the yarra jets pod follow me follow Dutchie, and do not under any circumstances follow l got it good all right you can Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can rate us five stars on all of those platforms, which you absolutely should. And you can keep listening because it's cool. And you can get vintage 2009 tops if you come to Fairfield Park, apparently. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out the exact details and talk about that on the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Taryn. I've been joined by Dutchie. And I've been joined by Elle. Have a lovely morning, afternoon, or evening. Goodbye.